Hey, hey, welcome once again, my brothers and sisters. This is your brother once again. Hey, I greet you in the name of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Um, well, today I just want to share this lesson. Um, I entitled it, uh, Placing the Priority on His Presence. You know, I do believe I taught this lesson once before, but at the same time, every now and then, it's good to go over some basic material. So with that being said, we're going to go into the lesson, and we're going to be coming from Luke 10, and 38 it says now it came to pass as they went that he entered into a village and a certain woman named Martha received him into her house and she has a sister called Mary which also sat at Jesus feet and heard his word now to sit at one's feet meant that a person was discipled by a particular individual now it says that Mary and Martha was discipled by Jesus, along with their brother Lazarus. We all remember the story of Lazarus. Okay, moving on to uh, verse 40. It says, But Martha was coming about much serving, and came to him and said, Lord, doest thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her, therefore, that she help me. So we're going to unpack that verse. That's our main verse that says, But Martha was cumbered about much serving now the word come up means to be drawn away and distracted okay now here it is jesus he's in the house of martha he's probably talking you know and he's enjoying the fellowship with his disciples and mary and martha is distracted she's drawn away serving now serving in itself is wrong in fact the bible says that we should serve you know we're called to serve Amen. But at the same time, we have to be careful not to allow our serving or anything for that matter to become a distraction for what's most important. We have to remember Jesus only had three years of ministry and then he was leaving off the scene, even though they didn't know that. You know, the point is uh, when Jesus came into a house, you know, that was a special thing to have God himself come into your home amen and spend time with you and we know jesus was god in the flesh we allow ourselves to get uh too busy sometimes doing other things than spending time with god now we can do those other things but we have to make sure that we don't allow those other things to draw us away or to become a distraction from spending time in in god's presence and hearing his word Matthew 23 and 11 says, But he that is greatest among you shall be your servant. So serving in itself is not bad. But doing too much serving or doing too much of anything is not good. What we need in life is balance. You know, the clue that she was overdoing it, it says much serving. You know, I think the scripture put it like that for a reason. It says much serving. So sometimes we can do something to an extreme degree. To the point it becomes a distraction or it draws us away from what's most important, which is what? Spending time in God's presence and hearing his word. Okay, moving on. It says, and came to him and said, Lord, doest thou not care that my sister had left me to serve alone? Bid her therefore that she help me. So Martha basically went to Jesus and tried to get Jesus to get married. To come and help her. But look what Jesus' response is. He says in verse 41, he says, And Jesus answered and said unto her, Martha, Martha, 
Thou art careful and troubled about many things. Jesus gets straight to the point. He says, uh, first of all, he calls her name Martha twice, which expressed some, I believe, some aggravation with Martha. He said, listen, you're, you're, you're careful. First of all, he used the word careful. Thou art careful. Now, that word careful, if you translate it from the original language, it means a feeling of worry. In fact, we get the words anxious from that. He says you're careful. So Mary was what? Full of anxiety. She probably wanted everything to be perfect. You know, she's serving Jesus, a special guest. She's serving the other disciples along with Jesus. But at the same time, the most important thing was spending quality time with Jesus while he was there. Amen. Sometimes we can get so busy doing uh, other things at a certain event that we missed the whole point of it. The, the whole point was to spend quality time with Jesus while he was there. You know, nothing wrong with serving, but I think she just basically overdid it. You know, she went to an extreme degree, amen, to the point where it drew her away from spending that time with, with fellowshipping with her guests, amen. So sometimes our intentions are good. But we're missing what's most important. And then it goes on to say, Mary, you what? You're troubled. He said, You're troubled about many things. That word means turbid or disturbed. He said, Mary, you're 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 worried and you're disturbed or troubled about many things. So it wasn't just this one event she was troubled about. This was a pattern in her life. And usually people with that worker bee type mentality are like that. In fact, that's what kind of drives them to be like they are. Amen. But what we need is what? Balance. Luke 10 and 42 says, But one thing is needful. And Mary had chosen that good part which should not be taken away from her. So Jesus said, Look, one thing is needful. One thing is necessary. One thing is absolutely essential. In fact, I looked that word up. It means necessary for relief. Now get this. Or supply. So that one thing is what? Getting into God's presence and hearing his words. The presence of God, just to this, and hearing his word, it relieves us. It comforts us. And then it supplies us. Or it equips us what we need to operate in this life. Amen? So you see why it's so important to get into God's presence and hear his word. Look what David said in Psalm 27 and 4. He says, one thing I have desired of the Lord, that will I seek after. He said, one thing, now, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Now, what was David longing for? He was longing for and hungering for God's presence. Amen. That's what he was designed. We have to remember in the Old Testament, you know, God dwelt in the tabernacle in tents. But now God dwells, the Spirit of God dwells within us. Amen. And look what it says. Moving on. Moving on. It says, and Mary had chosen that good part which should not be taken away from her. Jesus said, listen, she has chosen that good part. Mary had chosen what's most important. Mary has chosen what's most essential for life. And I'm not going to take it away from him. But that goes to show us that getting into God's presence is what? It's a choice. 
You know, it's up to us whether we choose to spend time with God. It's up to us where we choose to make God our first priority. We're not robots. God is not going to make us or force us to do it, even though we should. Psalm 16:11 says, you make known to me the path of life. In your presence, there is fullness of joy. Amen. At your right hand are pleasures forevermore. Now, the Bible says there's fullness of joy. The Bible, then it says the joy of the Lord is our what? Our strength. So when we get into God's presence and get into his word, we come out with strength. So the question is, how do I spend more time in God's presence and his word without being drawn away or distracted? Now, these are just suggestions. However you do it, it's fine as long as you do it. You don't have to do it the way I'm telling you to do it. Amen. However you do it, long as you do it, that's the key. But I do have a few suggestions. And number one, my first suggestion is make it the first thing you do. I mean, do it early. Sacrifice if necessary. Mark 1 and 35, it says, And in the morning, rising up a great while before day, he went out and departed into a solitary place and there prayed. Now, who that's talking about? Jesus. Look what Jesus did. He got up early. It says a great while before day. He went out and departed into a quiet place or solitary place. And there he prayed. That was Jesus' method. And Jesus is our one example. He's our model. And I think that's a good thing to do. Get up early in the morning before everybody get up, before all the distractions start. Amen. And spend that quality time with God in prayer and in getting into his word. Okay, number two, designate a specific place and time to spend time with God. It doesn't necessarily have to be in the morning. All right. Whatever time it is, whatever time. We can spend time or you can spend time with God that's convenient for you. Do it. Amen. And look what it says in Luke 22 and 39 and 40. It says Jesus went out as usual. Now you see that? That meant it was a habit. And that's my point. Make it habitual. He went usual to the Mount of Olives. Now he did it habitually and he had a specific place he went to habitually which was the mount of olives that was his prayer closet so to speak and his disciples followed on reaching the place he said to them pray that you will not fall into temptation so what he went to do he went to pray amen so we have to become consistent with that amen we have to make that a habit there's nothing wrong with a habit long as it's a good habit amen and then this is my final thought i'm gonna leave with everybody out there we have to be ministered to in order to minister to others. Amen. So that's very important. And that's why we should spend that time in God's presence and in his word. Why? So we can be ministered to so that we can minister to others. Okay. With that being said, thanks for tuning in once again. Be blessed in Jesus name.